only macaroni painting in podcast form. I am your host, Spencer Crittenden, and joined uh, with me, as always, is the host of the Cali Kazoo Show. Is that right, Kevin? I am taking over Cali's show today. Yes, I am. Yeah. So if you're watching this live, um, check in a little bit later today because me and Cali are swapping roles and I'm interviewing her. We got to do that. We got to do that sometime for us, uh, just so I don't have to do as much work. I do no work. Um, but we also have another exciting person. More exciting than Kevin, you say? Uh, yeah, unfortunately. I, I hate to break it to Kevin in the audience, but we do have someone more important, someone who I am now just realizing I should have asked how they wanted to be intro <laughs> because. However you want to intro me, you, you, you take it away. Follow your heart. All right. Okay. So we got a, a, a real corker of a guest for you today. He is the mastermind and on face on face persona on screen persona of Tolarian Community College. He is the holder of several, uh, I assume, Magic the Gathering related doctorate degrees or, or 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 various teaching degrees i don't know owner of luxurious and glorious suits vests and hair uh we got the professor in the house uh can i call you brian you can call me brian absolutely awesome we got brian in the house or the professor professor brian i don't think that one flies um no. but what's up how's it going how are you doing it's 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 going great i i review cardboard and cardboard accessories for a living and i'm apparently more interesting than kevin that's that's very uh exciting to know but yes i'm in the cardboard review business yeah i gotta say that kevin is actually pretty interesting um he's the most interesting man in the world and that makes you more interesting than the most interesting man in the world. That's not how most works, but yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's it's interesting. The uh, English teacher. I was previously an, an English teacher, so I had to to point that out. No, but that's just how mysterious and interesting Kevin is. <laughs> oh. It turns out to be the case when he's at play. I don't. It's kind of like using imaginary numbers in math. You know, various rules kind of go out. <laughs> but also, imaginary numbers are fake. Um, but you know what's not fake is your YouTube channel. Oh boy! So I, I wanted to. Uh, I don't know. I wanted to start this off with something really dry. I'm talking about cornbread. How do you feel about cornbread? I like it with uh, honey and and butter, but not just one uh, or the other. I, I must have a buttered cornbread with then honey drizzled on top of it. Yeah, I like cornbread. I don't need either of those things, I will say. But something I've learned recently is that there's actually kind of two kinds of cornbread. When you talk about cornbread, people tend to get either one or the other into their head. And one is, I'd say it's cakier, it's moist, it's generally a lot sweeter, and is what I think of as cornbread. And then there's the other kind of cornbread, which is generally relatively dry, almost completely unsweet, and maybe a little denser. And so which which is the cornbread in your head when you when you picture cornbread? I, I think I'm gonna say the first yeah, yeah. I, I i don't i i don't know maybe you've just been sometimes burning it it sounds like <laughs> perhaps there is just one type of cornbread but you leave it in the oven too long occasionally and you're like oh this is the other type 
No, no, that's not true. And there's also a third type of cornbread, which is really, really wet in the middle, and some would say uncooked. Um, and yeah. Of course, there's one where you accidentally use salt instead of sugar. There's, <laughs> so those there's are the one that's just batter. There's one that's just batter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, but so uh, this tells me that I don't think you're, uh, uh, you have like, uh, what do you call it? a strong presence in the south because my understanding is this this less sweet drier one is more of a southern take that that uh people understand it to be um is that true are you I, are you southern I, and insulted <laughs> i'm i am from los angeles originally born and raised and moved out the day i turned 18 and never returned oh wow so it, yeah. it had that that effect on you <laughs> yeah 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 i i know real dull shock to anyone currently living in la but i i did not like growing up there and i got the hell out of there and and boy i just kept going north and and now i am in lovely portland oregon uh for a while it was san francisco and uh you know give me a couple of years i'll be up in canada and just keep heading n further and further <laughs> away from la wow yeah that's that's funny it's funny to imagine that you just keep going and then eventually <laughs> you're like on this a giant ship or some sort of oil derrick and eventually you're in like the arctic circle you know you're just like get me away from here those are my golden years <laughs> but so okay so the thing is there is times in la that are seen as like bad times right now i think of la as kind of like ugh, it's just so expensive everything is not good were you living in the times that were like the rough times of la or were you just like la sucks and not because of the time well i was growing up there so uh keep in mind my perspective <clears throat> is is that of a kid growing up in in los angeles in the san fernando valley which mm -hmm. uh i've been told that my old neighborhood is now trendy but 40 plus years ago it was a dump that other kids made fun of you for being from i grew up in north hollywood and sure. uh, uh now people are like oh yeah no ho and i'm like no 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 we no did no not, we did not <laughs> no ho is a no-go uh uh for me bro uh uh it, 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 we did not ever call it that uh we called it oh yeah no uh 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 i i i'm sorry that that's where you have to go to visit me it, it was mm -hmm. like the 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 lowest of lower middle class just hanging on by its teeth uh in those days i have not been back in a long time and I remember LA as being smog and concrete and gangs and drugs and gun violence where like I was in second grade and they were like, these are the colors you can't wear in our neighborhood because we were they were all scared of drive-bys and they're like these are the wrong colors they're of the enemy gang or something so mm -hmm. we don't want kids on the playground in these colors and i i was like i need to get out of here and and so i i did i hated la i hated it it was not my jam yeah i gotta imagine that has an impact on a kid to say like hey you gotta wear not these colors what yeah. about you dig it shot you right know, that doesn't seem fun so that does imply that yeah you were there in kind of the the harder times the the not good times of la so that's interesting yeah. i think long time more ago. more recently noho has been like super cheap and and kind of sketchy but then yeah it's been pseudo gentrified it's still relatively sketchy i mean the thing is the kind of farther what do you call it is it east no west the farther west you go through san fernando valley like for a while it gets kind of weirder and then it gets kind of more gentrified after that but but yeah i go there uh you know there's a lot of fleas there i often and this is like not a bag on the city but i've been to like 
NoHo at various points and then come back and then I've had fleas and it's a how problem. Is that and not, how is that not a bag on the city? Like in what way is that ever a positive? Well, I got to believe that this was certain areas of the city. I think there's probably a good 80, 90% of the city where you wouldn't get fleas. And then I got to imagine there's also pockets of other places, you know, LA proper, Burbank, et cetera, where there might be fleas. I'm not, I'm not sure. But, uh, but yeah, I, I mean, I go to NoHo a lot and a lot of times I don't get fleas. So, you know, you don't, you don't it, actually call it NoHo, right? You don't actually call it that. That's so weird to me. You don't, you, um, you do really call it NoHo or do you say North Hollywood? I'm we trying never to called it NoHo. I like want to say I do call it North Hollywood. I want to yeah. say that. But when I'm getting fleas, I'm like, ho, you know, no ho. This is some no ho shit right here. That's, that's the <laughs> no ho. Uh -oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no ho. Ho no. You know, that's that's I had that in the pocket from earlier. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. so so going up to San Francisco, um, San Francisco, rice aroni is a San Francisco treat. How do you feel about rice aroni? I have never had rice as knowingly. If I've had rice it has been unknowingly. Oh uh, uh, so, yeah, uh, uh, no. But San Francisco is where I went to undergrad. I got out of uh, got out of L.A., took that Greyhound and, and, and good old San Francisco State at, at night while working full time during the day undergrad huh i i think undergrads yeah. would really likes rice uh rice aroni it's it's a uh, it's good i've been eating a lot of rice aroni lately if you can't tell it comes in a lot of flavors uh but some of them are pretty bad and some of them are good i think the fried rice is one of the best flavors try it out i i think i think your family will love it I don't, side. I don't, no i i i i i have a job now i don't need to do you know i i i remember the ramen days of 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 living in that residential motel room and and i had all the ramen not the top ramen that's the fancy ramen just <laughs> ramen. bottom shelf ramen just, yeah it's the it's it's like there's like 10 cent ramen and 50 cent ramen and we went for that 10 cent ramen but do you eat rice as a family ever like you know yeah, you but it's not steak and rice? it's the aroni we don't i don't like like we just we we make rice like normally yeah. like right. we don't we don't have any aroni in it well that's the thing is any anytime you would have rice you could swap that out for rice aroni and it's a san francisco treat <laughs> you know my wife is a native born and and raised san franciscan so i'm sure she would appreciate me respecting her cultural heritage by bringing <laughs> yeah. home some rice aroni she would probably think i had lost my goddamn mind if i came home tonight and just like honey look what i got it's rice aroni for you i i don't I, I don't think that's a thing they eat there. I I don't know either. And honestly, they say it's the San Francisco tree. I'm starting to think I it was in a movie. I don't know what movie. I want to say it was Flight of the Navigator. Um, but I, it was yeah, I, I don't I, but man, it stuck with me. When I was a kid, I watched that movie and I was like, it's the San Francisco treat. And then like later I got it and I was like, it's the stuff from the movie. This is the best. But I, I, I really do like, I mean, I like a lot of garbage. You know, I like spam. You like spam? I, I do not like spam. I do not. Oh, I've boy. had it like once and I was like, nope. I no, yeah. I don't. I don't like spam. I'm, I'm sorry. And now oh, I'm starting to sound like a real snob or something because I don't like spam and rice aroni. You don't I, like I, spam. You don't like rice aroni. You don't like fleas. What's wrong with you? Yeah, I know. <laughs> West Coast elitist.
<laughs> yeah. Uh, so, okay. So undergraduate degree, uh, what was it like going to school in San Francisco? Like San Francisco was a pretty interesting place. I've only, I don't know when we do shows, we're kind of like near the bank district or something. So like, I don't really see the more interesting part unless we really strike out, go to like the, the Harbor or whatever the hell. You know? Well, I was I was in the residential motel district uh, where there were like <laughs> syringes and crack and cracked vials on the, the sidewalk wow. every morning. And, and so San Francisco is a wonderful city if you have a lot of money, which as a starving college student eating ramen out of necessity, I did not. So mm -hmm. uh, I, I lived in a residential motel room. Um, I worked a day job answering phones, which was just barely enough to pay for the residential motel room. And then I would uh, uh, take the, uh, uh, the, the the bus down to uh, state uh, and uh, take usually usually night classes. Uh, sometimes I would uh, uh, have a schedule where like it was tough. Like, like I, I, I sometimes had a day or two during the week that I would have classes during and I, undergrad was it was hard. It was a expanding period uh, creatively and mentally and socially for me, but it wasn't easy, you know, being that hungry, <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, 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 so like one of the things when I started dating, then my now wife was, she was still living with her parents and there was home cooked meals. And I was just, I was just over there getting fed. And, and uh, uh, that was, that was glorious yeah i love to be fed i kind of know what you mean uh you know my parents kind of stopped well my mom she it was like my dad never cooked but my mom kind of stopped cooking at some point i want to say i was like around 15 or 16 and she didn't really cook dinner so much and so i would hang out all the time with my friend colin and uh his parents were uh great and his mom loved to cook and so man we got to eat so much good food at colin's house like i never i like my mom's cooking i never had a problem with it i was never like oh my mom can't cook or whatever it was all good and good stuff but then at like colin's house getting food and stuff i was like oh man like there's a whole nother level to like cooking that you can unlock yeah. you know that some people are capable of that uh it was it was pretty great i just loved uh loved hanging out at colin's house i was i was a member of the family they told me seemed like a lie but hey you know you'll accept anything when you're a kid uh but you know as an undergrad rice roni would have been perfect for you i yeah. think it, it's better than ramen i'll tell you that well you know i i don't know maybe yeah i i ramen. I'll remember that for the next go around. <laughs> so, okay. So the next, the next playthrough now, <laughs> new game plus, so to speak, yeah. man, if you, if you had new game plus, if you died and came back as a baby and like in new game plus, you kept all your levels and you kept right. all your party members and you kept all your inventory. What's like the most important inventory item you think you'd want to carry over? My, my money, like, like my, the fact that I, I, I like, do I get to take the, my accounts with me? Uh, uh, like I always hear it. Cause in magic, you, people are always lamenting because like when I, I played in, in high school and it was like revised and, and, and uh, edition and, and people are always like, oh man, I wish if I could go back, I could just buy all this alpha beta packs, right? Where they were like a dollar, uh, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, or just buy all the, 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 the power nine. And whenever I hear people say that, I just think, so you're just saying you wish you had a lot of money because you don't, you're not, you're not saying I wish I bought those to play with those cards. You're not like, like saying that so that you could play vintage you're just saying that so that you would sell them and be rich so you're just saying 
I wish I were rich. Uh, uh, so like, like for me, it's like, if I went back, I'd freak out because like my whole life was given my origins and everything is I was destined for, you know, the, the North Hollywood future, uh, uh, which, which wasn't bright. Uh, and, and, uh, 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 I don't know if I could repeat the dumb luck that, that made me have a job on youtube so like that would be really tough to be like okay when do i need to make this video and and it was it was it was hard anyway so i would just be like oh god so yeah i mean i have nightmares where i wake up and i'm back in high school or junior high so you know and i they they are they are not pleasant and there's nothing weird going on in them either it's not like i'm back in high school and there's monsters it's just you are just your life was a dream and you've woken up and it's it's 10th grade again and good luck uh uh you're going through your day and and that is a nightmare i wake up from in a cold sweat so uh uh yeah i would not want that but it, well, that's my way of saying you say like if you died and 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 then you get to go back and keep it all i'd be like can i just pick the die option is there a scenario there where i just i'm just dead then because i don't yeah, I game don't over do i don't game over i'm done i'm done yeah. i did it i did it i got out i don't want to be go back it's like did you ever read the death gate saga and they go all the way back to the center of the labyrinth and when the it's like oh my god i don't i'm all the way back at the start of the labyrinth i don't want that i just got out yeah so okay i i have a i have a few thoughts but but the yeah. first one i think is real quick but uh so when you were talking about people saying that they wish they bought all those packs back then was that when you were playing revised or was that in more in the future no that's now people now okay, yeah, are yeah, like yeah, they yeah, look yeah. at they look at the power nine and it's like how expensive is a black lotus or a, a mox emerald and they're like oh man back back when uh, 1996 1990 whatever like like oh i could have just turned a th bought so many with one thousand dollars would have bought so many of them and it'd be a million dollars now and it's just like so you're just saying you wish you had money it's just this weird you know that's true but the thing is it's a very concrete path it's not like i just like wish for better it's like this is this is a decision tree that could have been taken you know people say the same thing with bitcoin like i remember there was yeah. a time where bitcoin was like 20 bucks i definitely could have bought into bitcoin and my friends bought some i don't know if they kept them or anything uh like but i had like a friend who is like a not a hacker but he was super techie and he bought a couple uh and i don't think he i think he got rid of them pretty quick but like at that time i was like i i mean you know i i just expected it to go down but it could have gone up and i think it's the same kind of thing where it's like man this was a decision and i feel the same way just because even when i was in high school like black lotus was pretty expensive but it was you know now it's insane <laughs> like, yeah, yeah i could I have mean, actually bought a black lotus you know yeah yeah I, I mean when i was in 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 when i played magic it was still like they weren't cheap but it was like you know 80 dollars or something yeah. probably so it's like yeah sure I'll, I'll buy a bunch of them and and now it's quite a lot more uh uh yeah 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 but black lotus is honestly they probably back like i think it's easier to forecast black lotus is at least staying in value uh whereas bitcoin I don't, it was like what even is this it's not going to do anything like you can't even spend it you know but yeah. okay so the other the other thing i wanted to hit on is um school dreams i'm a dream interpreter i don't know if you know this about me. <laughs> i didn't know that about you uh 
Yeah, I usually need to Google uh, the what the symbols mean most of the time, but I'm not bad at it. And school dreams, they can often just be regular stress dreams, but they're often associated with specific projects and creative projects, if I'm re- uh, recalling correctly. So, you know, as as a YouTube careerist, it, it's very fitting that you would have dreams of like stressful dreams of being back in school because, uh, you know, that, that would mirror the stress of like a normal work life stress, you know, for you. Well, I've actually had dreams, and this is so embarrassing to admit, <laughs> I've, I've had dreams about things like posting a bad YouTube video. Uh, uh, it, uh, just a few nights ago, actually, I literally had a dream where where uh, uh, a video went up. And uh, as I recall in the dream, it was an episode of uh, the, the gameplay show that, that that you were on. And what it was, was in the dream, not your episode. I just meant it was it was like a gameplay <laughs> well, you show. never know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying your episode is going to be a nightmare, uh, but it, it's actually really good. Uh, but um I, I, anyway, in the dream, I just remember that it was that we had left the the cr- the credits were all weird. They were coming up wrong. They were like 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 they were coming up slow, and then letters were drifting and and Whoa. going up like in a column of just one letter at a time going up. And I looked at the playtime, and I'm like, oh my god! Like this is supposed to be 30 seconds. The credits go up at the end, and I'm like, there's 10 minutes left in the the <laughs> runtime. And I was like, there's a mistake. And I was like, we didn't catch this mistake. And and I was freaking out. And then I I went and I looked at the uh, analytics and it was like, it said 10 out of 10, like no one's watching it. And and, and I, I was just like, I remember just thinking like, well, this sucks. Uh, 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 you know, I was, I was very upset and, and feeling like we, we, I, we, this thing that was not part of the episode, cause it's just the credits, the episode was fine. And, and thinking like, wow, I, I, I ruined this episode by not checking the credits and the, the render or something. And that is one of at least three YouTube stress dreams I, I can actually remember having. Uh, 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 and there's probably a bunch I've forgotten, but I can remember at least three of them. And that's one of them. And that was literally four nights ago. Wow. Yeah. I, I used to have dreams more like that, very literal and, uh, like mundane, if it will, if you will, as opposed to like magical and and fantastic in various ways, they were always like things like I was, I swear to God, man, like I would in the dream. I would open my wallet and there'd be $20 in there and then I'd close it. And then like, I wouldn't register it as a dream because I would just like be in my waking life and remember having $20 in my pocket and going to like spend money and not having money. And I, and then I think harder and it's like, that was definitely a dream last night. I did not ever in reality put money in my pocket or have money like and so and it's just it's really it's 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 weird because i don't know i think when you're in the dream reality you're still believing it but i think the more fantastical it is the easier it is to deal with whereas the more literal and mundane it is the more it's like jesus christ like when i have bad dreams a lot of times it's like a car gets damaged like either i get in a car accident or someone hits my car and then i'm like god damn it this is going to be like a thousand dollars and then it's just like 20 minutes of me going like how am i going to get a thousand dollars and then i'm like wait a second something doesn't add up and then i wake up immediately and i'm like oh thank god i was fucked man (laughs) this was not good but but yeah so uh 
when okay so you started in revised that was an interesting period in magic history what kind of player were you what what kind of games were you playing just casual and stuff there wasn't yeah. really a big scene back then right no, so no, do you remember no. i like, never i never even did like like it was only when i returned to magic as an adult that they had also gotten more formal i don't know i i uh, i have never really looked into i don't believe they were even doing things not on any formal level like at my local game store like a pre-release event uh there there was a competitive scene but it was i think small and 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 very very much a worlds away from me uh i just bought packs at my local game store opened them built decks and played with other kids uh at recess and lunch and and a f one friend of mine that i taught to play and and that we played with uh we played together and uh yeah yeah uh i got my first job uh, ice age was coming out and i wanted to buy booster boxes and so that inspired me to get my first summer job so that i could buy booster boxes of magic uh and uh and then i sold everything when i graduated high school because i figured grown-ups don't play magic and uh <laughs> that was a mistake on many mm -hmm. levels and uh yeah did you have any like money cards you think back then yeah yeah well i had um i had all the dual lands and by all oh, i mean man. like i had a play set of of all of them and the uh uh they were they were all just uh, uh, there was no there was no buying singles at the card shop for me in high school. It was opening packs, maybe trading with some people, but for the most part, that's just how much magic I bought. And, and I had them all. I got them all. If I, or maybe I, I might have, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm not denying that possibly memory wise there might have been like oh i only had three underground seas or right. something but i what i mean is is i mostly had them i had them i had the, i had the dual lands uh uh i had that and i sold them at the time that i graduated high school you know i think i think like 10 bucks each and i and and i was just like man that's a lot of money to get for magic cards you know i got like you know whatever that equates to like 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 seven hundred dollars or so. I, I don't think i i must not have gotten if it's 10 bucks each i was an english major so if it's 10 dual lands times four is 40. no that is right because i remember that like i got like like four hundred dollars and my friend was so angry he was like you shouldn't be selling these cards you're gonna want them someday and i said well i can't imagine ever playing this game as a thing four hundred dollars <laughs> was a lot for me being 18 and i had no sure. financial support for my parents and and so that was this and he said you're gonna wanna i remember he said it's like a, a part of your life that's this box and and you're you're going to put it in the closet but you're going to want to take it down out of the closet and open it up and 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 return to to it if only to to look at it and remember is what he said to me and i was like ah no give me the four hundred dollars and uh uh and sold the, the rest of the collection wasn't really you know anything in it but he saved his and he's who got me back into magic he pulled it down out <laughs> of his closet and and we were we were 34 30s they're in our 30s 33 uh, and and he said remember this and i was like oh wow and and went down and i wanted to put some decks together and i bought some cards and 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 uh, the whole addiction started again that's awesome so yeah that's how you got back in um yeah, yeah I, most of my friends uh well not most of my friends but most of the people i knew 
who got rid of their cards at some point regretted it for one reason or another like either i, I think it was mostly they just kind of wanted an old deck or something and so uh i just kind of made like a more or less a promise to myself it was like i'm just never going to sell these most of the, my cards aren't really worth that much and it's not like i won't sell individual cards necessarily i just don't really have interest in it to me it's just like a black hole it's like they're, they're just always going to go into this big box and get bigger and bigger forever but you know i don't i don't buy a lot of cards these days i'm curious back do you remember back when you were playing uh in revised and stuff did you have any favorite cards cards that really stuck out to you favorite decks um you know anything like that that was like characterized kind of your style your interest in magic at the time well i mean my favorite stuff was in addition to i liked i just liked lightning bolt i liked giant growth on uh war mammoth with trample uh i had a deck back then where it was uh uh the rack and black vice and the deck's mm -hmm. entire premise was just to cast them and let mm -hmm. my opponent die and not know what to do uh but then i finally felt i solved magic it was literally when i i was ready to to quit and sell my cards was i had figured out that if you uh 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 use uh, a nettling imp to force an opponent's creature to attack and then you have a royal assassin in play that can just tap to kill target creature that there is absolutely no solution to that lock in my brain anyway and and mm -hmm. having played against all of one opponent with it who could not figure out how you can win if i can just kill your creatures with a royal assassin nettling imp combo i was like well i just solved this game and and there's there's no more no more uh, worlds to be conquered uh 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 that's it i did it i did it i remember how i really felt this is it this is there's no better deck than just get a nettling imp and a royal assassin in play you've won yeah i uh i think like for me early decks that i remember my brother had like a white weenie deck with sarah angel and a bunch of shadow guys and it's pretty hard to compete with that unless you have like a bunch of removal or whatever yeah uh, he would always be uh, like back then like some people would still play 40 card decks i think like it was technically after like the 60 card minimum got established but he would run a lot of like fast 40 card decks like that that were tough to compete with um the first decks i really remember liking were uh were similar i mean i think i had like one black vice or something but megrim decks or megrim uh the one that p pings you two for discarding cards was uh was something that i was always really excited by even though it just was never that effective as a deck um but you know it's annoying to discard cards and if you're taking damage for it all the better and then the other deck i had was it was just absolute jank it was um it was technically all colors but it was basically just artifacts it was it was every artifact that i owned which was you know like less than 30 or something you know so it wasn't like a 70 80 yeah. card deck it was like a 60 card deck but it was just all of my artifacts because i wanted to play tika's dragon Are you familiar with tika's dragon i do i am not it was in mirage it was like a nine mana five five tramp uh like flying trample rampage four or something and so i was like if i can just put an lure licit onto this thing and make it lose flying so everybody had to block it 
<laughs> then it can be like a 1919 and trample through and you it was the most convoluted convo combo because there was like a card called walking sponge that can make something lose a bunch of abilities so i had to like hit it with the walking sponge and then like re-give it trample or something i don't know it was the most absurd thing but and it never it never worked i could win with the deck but just because i had one copy of Tolarian academy and it was just that good that you could win <laughs> with Tolarian academy just generating mana you know without really doing anything of substance but man that I, I love that deck and uh uh yeah i don't know i that's one of the few decks that i've lost like completely i don't know where any of those cards went. oh and, no uh, yeah it's all good though but uh so okay so you you started you, you said like when you're around 33 what what actually led you to uh make start up the channel like were you just super into it and like what what yeah what what compels someone to do that yeah, well, I was always a creative type. I was always a frustrated creative. Uh, uh, growing up in LA, my father was an aspiring actor, and uh, he never achieved any success. He was a, a failed uh, journeyman actor, I guess you could say. And I grew up seeing that, and I grew up pretty poor. Uh, my mother was a waitress, so we were. I grew up. We were just a single income off of tips and and stuff. And uh, I, I I remember feeling a lot of like. I mean, I went to college so that I would have a job, and I didn't right. want to be like my dad, which was like you know devoted to, you know, if I don't get a job as an he was like if I don't get a job as an actor, I'm not working. Uh, very convenient for him. Uh, uh, and uh, so I, I I did though have the creative you know like bug because I grew up in that environment and I would I would create things growing up a lot. I wanted to be a writer. I've, I wrote uh, uh, my first novel when I was in like 11th grade uh, and I wow. mean like a full novel, like proper word count and everything. I was I, I, I wanted to you know do that. And uh, it, before that, when I was in second grade, I made a magazine about Nintendo games and got my friend to illustrate it. And and I wanted to produce it and and sell it and, and stuff. I was very, you know, much of that mindset when I had a camcorder in junior high, I made films, I wanted to figure out how to get them, you know, shown and stuff. Uh, but as I got older and was more and more aware of like the artists, you know, life of not being able to, you know, make money. <laughs> and, and I, I wanted some kind of a job and I did want to be a writer. And, and what my plan was, was that I could write, but I would go to college so that I could get a job in case the writing didn't sell. And I ended up with an English degree and in graduate school, they put me in a teacher training program, and I really liked teaching. Uh, I really loved it, in fact, because I got to bring in all these novels that I loved and make people read them and then make them talk about them. And I, I loved that so much. Uh, I just absolutely uh, was was really... Uh, it, I just took to it. And, and so I became a, a, a college instructor. Uh, and uh, I, I continued writing until a certain day where I just felt it's not working. I could never get anything published. I remember the day I was just down in my basement writing another, you know, yet another attempt at a novel, you know, and I'm just like, no one but my parents and my wife and one friend has ever read any of my writing. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm 31 years old or whatever. And, and I'm like, this is crazy. I want to go outside. I had a job. I've been, been working my job. I had a yard 
yard with sunlight. And I was just like, this is, this is, I gave up. I was like, this is it. And it didn't happen. And, and I went outside and, and it wasn't until, uh, uh, this all took off unexpectedly because I just made a video. I just, when I got back into magic, I really got into the idea of uh because i had that that regret over losing my cards instantly selling my cards deep regret i wanted those cards back so badly to have that piece of my childhood of my youth that was very important to me it was a very special time in my life and and so as i now got cards i was determined i will never sell any of these i will never let any of these go and i wanted them in perfect condition so uh, I was really into sleeves and 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 double sleeving and cardboard protection, and I found that there were a, a lot of bad quality card sleeves and bad quality deck boxes and good quality card sleeves and good quality deck boxes, and there was no source like permanent source of that information. People would post on a message board, "What are the best card sleeves?" and other people would would reply, but then that thread would be lost. And so I wanted to make a YouTube video that would be like the singular, definitive source of like these are the major card sleeves at your game store. These are the good ones. These are the bad ones. And it was just a creative endeavor. I think I liked the idea of like like you had to get like a hundred dollars in ad revenue before Google would cut you a check. And that's how much a booster box is. And I was like, you know what? If I get a hundred dollars, I can take that to my game store and where I'm friends with the owner and be like, one booster box, please, Mike. Uh, it's on Google. And 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 that was basically my goal. It was to make the singular video. And I did it as a creative outlet and hobby just then. And then afterwards, someone said, What about deck boxes? And I was like, Oh, yeah, I know about deck boxes. And I did that. And someone said, what about playmats? I said, playmats, that's ridiculous. Playmats and playmats. Well, no, okay, a playmat isn't a playmat. And people don't necessarily know about how the proper cleaning and care of a playmat. I should do a video about playmats. And then I was like, well, I might as well do binders. And then before I knew it, I was doing a video a week. And I, I got that $100. And then I was doing two videos a week. And then it was $200. And, and then I, I was soon doing three videos a week. And I was getting about as much from Google as I got paid by the community college to teach one class. And I was like, interesting. And uh, it, it, it just kept growing from there. Yeah. So uh, it seems like you're doing a lot of accessory stuff. Did you kind of quickly run out of that and start moving to the actual game related stuff? Or what was the leap to like actually talking about cards and, and stuff like that? Well, I did that too early days, like like a very uh -huh. early video of mine was I, I really liked the modern format and a lot of people felt that it was too expensive and I wanted to get people playing it because I loved playing it. And so one of my like video number three or four was actually here's a $50 Goblins modern deck tech and it's like look you don't have to think modern is too expensive it's a 50 dollars deck uh uh i did pack openings and stuff the accessories is what i was most known for and probably still am even though that has died down dramatically <laughs> uh uh but i still do them and i did some recently but i used to be the big i was really thought of as the product review guy and i think i still am even though i have not done much of it recently uh uh but um I always did a a, a giant uh, uh, a swath of uh, stuff. I did skits, comedy skits uh, in the magic world with people cosplaying as characters uh, and and all kinds of stuff. I, I just I always I loved 
all aspects of magic and it was it was very much reflected in my channel yeah it's interesting you know i i guess product you like i feel like product reviews is like such a big sector of youtube now you know like uh there's that guy what's his name the crazy russian hacker or whatever where a lot of things he's like we're just trying a bunch or trying 10 hot dog related gadgets or something yeah you know? it was do you think that you were kind of new in the product review scene at the time or do you because I, oh. I don't know if it was that big back then was it i mean it, it's what really established my channel more than anything else it's still i mean i still do product reviews and that i review magic products right. uh uh and 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 there isn't a lot of that like there might be a big audience for hot dog reviews but there aren't <laughs> a lot of people reviewing card sleeves and and uh uh i feel like you know i i did just did a card sleeve review and it got very good views very very good views and i did a deck box review and it got very good views and uh every set i mean i was just actually been a video game store today and one of the guys behind the counter recognized me and he said <laughs> every every new set i watch your 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 precon review first to know if, which one to buy and that's what i do is like looking at uh, uh the review of the product if they did a good job on it uh 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 i think that it's it's not something you see a lot of in magic the gathering um a lot of people in in this space also don't want to burn bridges and so like i'm i unfortunately often feel everybody hates me because like i have every company that makes supplies for magic i have at least failed one product by them and and that's all it takes it's like i could give you nine a's but i give you that one fail and and then it's the stink eye at events uh for the most part yeah. uh uh and and definitely with like you know i mean wizards of the coast i've failed plenty of their products and 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 said don't buy this and 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 i so i i i think that it, there are people who do versions of that as well but i don't think it's over impacted i think it's few and far between because once you do that you're not going to get free playmats in the mail and and you're not going to get invited to wizards events as much or at all and and stuff and and i think that uh uh it discourages because a lot of people come to it through a passion for the game and they love the game and so they don't want to you know like piss off people which is fair uh, and i don't want to piss people off either it's actually the thing that gives me a lot of stress and and misery is thinking that that the people who make the game i love don't love me back uh is, is definitely yeah, that's yeah. that's not a good feeling and that isn't true either because it's made up of many individuals and only some of them don't love me back and others do uh uh it depends on if i gave their product a bad review sure uh, I mean... uh, it happens i get it it's also it's like it's human nature someone once said to me imagine there was someone who's youtube channel was about reviewing your youtube channel and half the time they they said they loved you but the other half the time they said you were garbage how would you feel about them and, and it's like okay yeah fair enough um so yeah yeah you know but that's the that's the cost of keeping it real i guess i mean okay so and that's one I, thing we do at talarian community college is keep it real yeah exactly yeah there's nothing realer than a burnt bridge <laughs> <laughs> no it's true though i mean i don't know i've 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 yeah i i think that's i think that's admirable you know i uh you know there's so much corporate pressure these days in all angles not you know not to like shame anyone or whatever but just in general like it's it's changed the online space from back in the days where like no one was looking so you didn't have to think about what you said because you're just some guy on the yeah. internet you know and now it's just way different so it's it's i kind of wish for that sometimes but i mean you know it's the legitimacy that makes all the big bucks go around i assume right i don't know 
Uh, I don't know. I, I, I really see, I have a lot of, um, uh, solidarity with my fellow creators. If I don't sure. know them, then it's a spiritual solidarity, but it's still there. And I don't ever like, like, I don't, I, I, I like, there are people who they, they literally will not say negative things in their videos. And I respect that. In fact, I think that's great. Like, you know, when I watch, I, I, I actually avoid a lot of movies that are, are depressing movies because uh, the world's very depressing and I need escape that maybe isn't going to freak, you know, it's like, oh, cool. This movie's about a totalitarian government that has taken over and everybody supports it, but our protagonist, but he can't win. And by the end, he's been crushed by the system. And it's like, wow. I I don't need to see that. Thanks. That's called the news. Uh, uh, exactly. You know, I don't yeah. like to, this one's about an unjust war. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Oh, boy. I'm going to spend two hours watching that. And so I'm like, no, I, I don't need that. And I've actually, you know, I am friends with a lot of my fellow creators and some of them who say they don't do negative stuff. And they say to me, like, sometimes people just want an escape and that's fair. It's like, I don't need to hear everything like, like, oh, they're raising prices on magic. Oh, this new set isn't very good. Oh, they didn't reprint the good cards. Oh, this sucks. You know? And it's like, yeah, I, 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 I like to, I, I don't entirely do that, but I can see why maybe they, they, that it's a good thing that there are channels that are like, yeah, let's just talk about cool stuff. And that's cool. And, and, the, and, you know, uh, so I, 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 I always, I don't ever think like, I'm never like, yeah, you should stick it to wizards of the coast, man. Stop being a bootlicker to ultra pro. Like, no, I don't. I'm just like, it's what I do. In all honesty, it's just more like I've, I've got this niche for myself in being a critic and so I have to be a critic. I often wonder, did like, I don't know this, like, did the people who made movies like hate Roger Ebert? Cause like, like he would like thumbs down movies. Like did all the people in Hollywood loathe Roger Ebert? And I, Stuff I, like I that often, definitely yeah. happened. Yeah. 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 Like, like, did he not get invited to the Oscars? Like how I don't get invited to magic events. And, and like, <laughs> I think about like, like, I wonder about that. Cause like one of the things was somebody was giving me crap. I do a worst, worst things to happen in magic every year and i do best things to happen in magic every year but i do two videos the best of magic this year and the worst of magic this year and somebody was like this is just gross all you're doing is chase you claim you're this intellectual and this and that and i went and i found out every year roger ebert did worst movies of the year the movies i hated i hated this movie and i'm like well geez like like what like like come on you know it's like come on roger yeah, ebert no. did it people people yeah people on the air on TikTok, they call it the the bean soup effect or something like that it's like people people are like this isn't exactly what i want what the fuck is wrong with you and it's yeah. like well i wasn't making this only for you to be as happy as possible but it's just yeah i mean it's, it's the internet's crazy i don't know but i have noticed of, this i have noticed this <laughs> I, I'm not so sure. I can't, I can't imagine that's true. <laughs> but uh, speaking of the internet being crazy and technology being crazy, uh, I don't know how to segue this, but ah. Kevin, Kevin, can you segue it for me? <laughs> yes. Let, let, let me see what I can do here. Hold on here. Okay. We are going to play a modified <laughs> version of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? We're springing this on you, on our guest here. He has no idea. Oh, this is oh, am I part of? I'm part of this. Yes. I think it's going to so, be you. I can help you, but yeah, I think you're the contestant. Well, I was thinking you're going to be the lifeline, Spencer. So yeah, this is yeah. what we're going to do. Uh, is it about Magic: The Gathering? It is about your YouTube channel. All the questions oh. are about you or your YouTube channel. But <laughs> are you serious? Are you serious or are you joking? I am serious. However, oh, wow. 
we had ChatGPT write all of these questions and answers for you. And one thing that we've discovered oh, is no. that at a certain difficulty level, it can't on its own make things any harder without just making things up. ChatGPT so ChatGPT thinks Josh Lee Kwai runs Tolarian Community College. I well, see, this is this is exactly the thing. You might be faced with a question: Who runs it? And you might have to answer that. Otherwise, right. oh my god! <laughs> so you're answering about something you know a lot about. However, you also have to sort of figure out: Okay, what would ChatGPT make up about me? And yeah. guess the correct answer here. Okay, does, it, does this kind of make sense? This is hilarious, and I've gone okay. from ter terrified to eager. I have gone okay. from terrified you, to eager. We only have two lifelines here. All right. So we're playing by who wants to be on the rules. You have 50-50 and you have Ask a Spencer. Okay. Okay. So and at any point you can use those two. There, we're only going to do, let's say, let's do 10 questions real quick. All right. Okay? Let's Just do make it. this a, a real abbreviated version here. Okay. You ready? <laughs> All right. The first couple are going to be true questions. Just to get, get the hang of this. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Let's see here. Isn't this music great? Oh, man, it's so I can't hear you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's so, All right. It was good, and then it went way loud. Go, go ahead, Kevin. It is way quieter for me, which is making this a little bit complicated here. Oh, okay. yeah, okay. okay. All right. All right. All right, so easy questions here. All right. Uh, yeah. I got to find the right file. All right. Okay. Question number one. All right. Who is the creator and host of the Tolarian Community College? Is it A... <laughs> Brian Kibler, B, Brian oh. Lewis, C, Brian Doyle Murray, or D, Brian Matthews. <laughs> Ch ChatGPT, honest to God, told me it was Josh Lee Kwai, but I'm gonna go with Brian Lewis. <laughs> that is correct. Brian Lewis, also known as the professor, is the creator and host of the Tellarian Community College, where he shares his extensive knowledge and passion for Magic the Gallery. Yeah. All right, so wow. eat, eat it, Brian Kibler, who is a dear friend. Well, I don't know about okay. dear, but he's a friend. Well, I don't know. I, I like him. Okay. Question number two. <laughs> Which of the following is a recurring theme in the Tolarian Community College videos? Is it A, movie reviews, mm. B, deck building tips, mm. C, let's plays, or D, travel diaries? Uh, B, deck building tips. That's correct. Okay. This channel frequently provides helpful deck building tips and strategies for Magic the Gathering. Yeah. Aiding players and enhancing their gameplay. All right. All right. So now that you got the hang of this, let's kick up a notch here. Oh. <laughs> I just love these sounds so much. It's so funny to me. <laughs> me too. Okay. So this is where we, we crank up the difficulty a little bit here, okay? In a special series, Tolarian Community College explored the history of Magic the Gathering through a fictional lens. What was the title of this series? Was it A, The Lost Sets, B, Magic, The Untold Story, C, The Tolarian Tales, or D, The Gathering Chronicles? Uh, I never did any of those, <laughs> and I never did that It is series. making this up completely. Yes. Uh, gosh, Tolarian Tales sounds really cool, but uh, yeah. it's not. I, I never did any of those. Uh, uh, <laughs> no. Uh, can I hear it? Wait, wait, okay, what are they again? A is The Lost Sets. Uh-huh. B is Magic, The Untold Story. C is The Tolarian Tales. Or D is The Gathering Chronicles. So you have to guess what ChatGPT just made up about you. I think it thought it was B, though. I think it thought it was B. Yeah, that's probably my guess, too. Yeah. Okay. Is that your final answer? Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah? No? What? No, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, Your no. first instinct was right. The Telarian See, Tales? Telarian Tales oh. was a fictional series that blended oh. facts and creative storytelling to provide a unique perspective on the history and lore of magic. I never, ever did that. In fact, in my wide variety of, of topics that I cover on my channel, that has not been one of them. Hey, great video idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you're getting ideas. Okay. Write that down. Write that down. Telarian Tales. <laughs> Larian right. Tales. All Next right. question. Okay. The professor once conducted a marathon live stream for charity. Yep. How long did this live stream well, last? Is it 12 hours, 24 hours, 36 hours, or 48 hours? Okay, well, I never, I don't stream. So I never did a live, I don't stream. I'm on YouTube. <laughs> Everything's pre-recorded. I do a charity event every year for Trans Lifeline, which is a, 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 a two to three day fundraiser that I'm using all of social media to fundraise, but it's not, I, but I don't use streaming because I don't stream, but I'm going to say 48 hours just because it's the closest to what I really do. And also, okay. oh yeah, I'm going to say 48 hours. All right. Is that your final answer? Sure. <laughs> nope. Oh, no. Was sorry, 24 hours. Uh, the 24 hour live stream is a significant event on the channel, raising wow. funds for many charitable <laughs> causes while engaging the magic community. No, I wow. only raised for one. OK, that's great. Yep. All right. Yeah. Okay. Man, I've got my 48 my one hour live stream. Right. That's too much. Yeah, Trans Lifeline. Check it out. Yeah, yeah. We're going to be doing our next one in February. We do it every year. Uh, this year might be the year we hit one million cumulative raise. So we're very excited. Wow. Yeah, we're at seven hundred awesome. something right now. And so, like, maybe we can do it this year because we usually get about two hundred. So, check it out in February. But it's not on streaming. Again, though, good idea. It's coming. <laughs> yeah, up maybe it will you. be. Okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right, three more questions here before you possibly okay. win a million dollars. Okay. All right. Talarian Community College once released a European exclusive limited edition set of Magic the Gathering cards in collaboration with Wizards of the Coast. <laughs> what a lawsuit that was. Oh my God, what a lawsuit. What was the theme of this set? Was it A, famous landmarks, B, historical figures, uh -huh. C, Educational institutions that or D, one. mythological creatures. Well, I'm going with educational institutions. We did for Europeans only. For <laughs> Europeans only, Wizards of the Coast said we're going to work with Talarian Community College this time, and and what we want is a European only magic set of educational institutions. Okay, yeah, I love my Cambridge Commander deck. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Correct. All right. <laughs> this yeah. limited edition set was centered around educational institutions, reflecting the channel's theme and offering unique and thematic cards for players. These <laughs> cards include a card called Ivy Covered Halls. This is an enchantment card representing a prestigious academic institution providing a boost to knowledge and learning themed abilities or spells. Oh, a boost yeah, to yeah. knowledge. Another card called Telerian Tutor. A nod to the channel itself and its creator. This creature card has an ability to help players search their library for specific cards. And Library of Lost Lore. This land card represents a vast archive of knowledge providing mana and card draw abilities to represent the acquisition of wisdom. 
you know, uh, Library of Lost Lore was actually a nod to my Tellarian Tales series, uh, you know, <laughs> where we explored uh, the lost lore of Magic the Gathering. So, yeah. Some cuts are so deep, they're fictional. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, I, you could really, okay, you could really see it. like the limit of chat gpt's capabilities it's like oh it must have been a college theme magic set <laughs> like it's very i don't know okay the professor has a signature catchphrase that he uses to conclude every video <laughs> to conclude every video all right what is this catchphrase is it a keep it magical <laughs> b <laughs> class dismissed C, That's good. You could use that one. Yeah. Stay studious, or D. Until next time with finger snap. <laughs> um, I like I like class dismissed. I like class dismissed. Okay, is that your final answer? Well, uh, let's not let's not okay, rule wait, out wait, the wait, professor's wait, 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 wait. famous catchphrase. Let's let's. I wanna I wanna I wanna uh, do the fifty fifty. If we've only got two, and then I'm gonna call Spencer on the last one. So okay. like 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 let's fifty fifty it. All right. It is either B class dismissed or C stay studious. Oh, that knocked out mine. Yeah, class dismissed. It's just like <laughs> class dismissed. But I I, yeah. I feel like I would snap my fingers. I'd be like. Class, you can throw yeah. that in. Class All right. Yo. Correct. Class yeah. served wow. as a memorable and thematic conclusion to the professor's videos, yep. tying in with the educational theme of the channel. I'm going to, I, I, I am going to end my next video by saying class dismissed and snapping. Yeah. I will do okay. that. I love I, that. I just can't see? believe they, they, it's not your famous catchphrase. See you next time. <laughs> <laughs> what a catchphrase I, you know you know i invented that and now everybody stole it from me like you watch tv shows <laughs> news shows and they're like see you next time and i'm like man you're ripping me off just ripping me off with that see you next wow. time we came up yeah. with that yeah that was ours <laughs> that was our thing <laughs> oh all right boy. last question all right here we go <laughs> it's good Tolarian Community College once hosted a Magic the Gathering tournament with unique nope. twist. What nope. was the special rule for this tournament? A. Players should only use common rarity cards. B. Players had to build decks from a single set. C. Players were required to use decks built by other participants. Or D. The tournament was played in complete silence. <laughs> 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 We're not allowed to talk. Class. Wow. Um, okay, I'm gonna call call my good friend. Uh, well, my friend. Well, I like him, Spencer. I'm gonna sure. call right. Spencer. Let's, uh, let's call Spencer here. I don't. I I, I blacked out that event. Uh, there okay. was a lot of partying uh, over the success of our European set, and so I've, <laughs> I have no memory. There's, there's a lot going on here. Okay, Spencer. Do you want to hear the choices again? What? Hello? Oh, Spencer. Oh, Spencer, hello. It's me, the professor, Brian Kibler. I can't hear you. Brian <laughs> Kibler. Oh, Kibler, what's up? How's it going, man? Yeah, I'm on I'm on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, which I think got canceled 10 or, or more years ago. Oh, yeah, no problem. <laughs> Wait, my cat's throwing up. Hold on. I got to I'll, I'll call you back. <laughs> Can you imagine? Uh, no, no, go ahead. <laughs> what, what, what's the question? Uh, my uh, my friend Kevin is going to tell you. Okay. 
my very good friend. The Tellurian Community College once hosted a Magic the Gathering tournament with a unique twist. What was the special rule? Was it A, players should only use common cards, B, players had to build decks from a single set, C, players were required to use decks built by other participants, or D, the tournament was played in complete silence? Spencer, you have 20 seconds to give him your answer. Well, my first thought is that I don't think it's A. Um, I don't know. Uh, I don't know, man. This this is tough. All of these seem feasible. I, C is really the one that's speaking to me. I don't know why. Uh, I, I also have a leaning required to use decks D. built by other participants. Yeah, the silence one. It's like it's like oh, it was hosted in the library, so they couldn't talk. <laughs> that sounds too crazy, though. I don't know. The that the C seems maybe like something, but I. I don't know. This one's tough. This is a tough one. I mean, this is a million dollar question, as it were. Uh, well, but I but got like I, two of them wrong, so I think the game ended a while ago. <laughs> so it's no pressure. I, I lost a while ago. Well, usually if you feel, uh, get a question wrong, that means you have to take a drink of a beverage you don't very much like, is how we play. So. Oh man. Yeah, but uh, well, uh, we'll have to we'll have to call you back and get you to drink something stanky. I don't know. But uh, yeah. juice. Uh, you'll love Ricerone juice, so I don't think that'll qualify. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. What What are you thinking? Well, I mean, I'm I'm a big fan of the popper format, which is commons only. And so if I had a like, there was recently this this cool magic event. Uh, you probably saw people tweeting about it on your timeline called KubeCon, and I miss I wasn't able to go. And I was I'm excited about like next year going to KubeCon, and I'm like, well, I'd bring my popper cube because I love popper and I love playing with commons only. Uh, uh, so like, if I had a tournament it might be like a popper tournament in fact i've gotten it at like uh when they did used to do gps i i was a special guest at a couple of them and i would host a a popper uh event uh uh and stuff so like like if this were real which it is not it would be a commons only but that's why i think it's d no talking so is d your final answer well what's here you're supposed to you answer it i called well, you i called I you i used my one phone call like I you're think supposed it's to answer you think but it's i'm not gonna win the money at the end of the day is it's your you're taking the risk you know so you gotta be good with no it, right? i i trust you know if there's one thing you know better than me it's the history of tolarian community college <laughs> uh because like i said just blackout so um uh sure we'll say uh c as suggested by spencer final answer oh man Okay. Right. This is a lot of pressure. Oh my god. You got it right. So uh, in this unique and challenging tournament with a unique rule designed by the professor, players are required to swap and use decks built by other participants, testing their adaptability and skill with unfamiliar card combinations. This celebrated and game-changing inventive twist added an extra layer of complexity and excitement to the tournament. Cool. Wow. That was a good well, one. Well, that was, uh, I don't know. We got to come up with a segment for this, or a segment name for this, but that's that's a test for another time. Who wants but, to be uh, a millionaire? Yeah. I mean, we all do in a lot of ways, you know? Yeah. But it's pretty funny. Well, one thing our podcast tries to do is uh, uh, use ChatGPT in ways that are embarrassing for it and that we could ridicule it for, if that makes sense. That's, I, I love it. I, I, I think that that is a hilarious bit. 
Yeah, uh, it's uh, we gotta. We, that's a, that's a second one we've done, and so far I think it's a real winner. <laughs> like uh, that's, we gotta that's re- it, That was really that was really funny. Yeah, well, I'm glad I'm glad you liked it. Um, yeah. Okay, so <sighs> what else? I want to talk to you about food more, but I'm trying to think of if there's any like really like cru- crucial food questions that I'm missing. You know, do you have a favorite food or a favorite restaurant in Portland? I mean, uh, yeah, I don't want to really say what, okay, what, sure. what, what my favorite uh, 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 restaurant is, because like one time I was uh, at breakfast and at a place I go to for <laughs> breakfast and a guy who was eating breakfast looked up and he recognized me and he, he, oh, he went no. over and he said, no, this was fine. He just said, hey, I, I know I was like waiting to be seated. And he said, hey, I don't want to disturb you. I hope this isn't too, like like I was like, oh, no, hey, how's it going? And he said, oh, I just want to say I'm a big fan. I love the channel. I said, thank you. This is no problem. And he said, can I get a, a picture with you? I said, sure. Took a little picture. This is no problem. He was very excited though, and he went to Reddit and he posted, guess who I met at breakfast today? And he posted his picture with me. And and everybody was just laughing because this is how I dress. And I was there mm-hmm. at, at you know 10 in the morning dressed like this. And everyone <laughs> in the comments was like, I can't believe he dresses like that. And but then someone goes, I recognize that place. And they literally mm-hmm. not only said where the place was, but they dropped a a Google pin map thing where they're like, This is where that place is where he eats breakfast and luckily the reddit moderators uh uh uh, caught that and just shut the whole thread down because then a lot of people who are local portlanders were talking about where they had spotted me and like oh yeah he actually works out at my gym uh it's this location on this street where i see him (laughs) every other weekday and and, then and this and well i'm not every other weekday but occasionally (laughs) throughout the month um you know and 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 stuff and so no to answer your question spencer yes i have a favorite restaurant uh uh i i but i will take you to it the next time you come hey. how about that well what you about come what back about out you want, yeah of What's course yeah, yeah i want to come back out a yeah. lot of times very very soon very often um but yeah what about home cooking you got any like favorite home cooked meals that you favor or anything uh uh also give doing... us your address while you're at it. <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh uh we've been doing we've uh been doing uh smoked pork belly and oh, uh man. that's really good and then we we do like our own little uh home what a what a wonderful thread to the beginning of the thing we do our home ramen where we'll make like some some ramen and then we'll have like some kimchi and uh uh we'll we'll have a soft boiled egg and we'll make like our own little thing with the uh uh the the pork belly is the main uh uh center of the dish though and and it's just kind of like a little a, a little bowl with like you got the the ramen and the pork belly and the kimchi uh and uh, a little bit of rice not rice sorry and uh uh some we do some fried tofu and it's 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 a really great it was our attempt where my wife and i had a conversation about like trying to do new meals and and that were not a lot of work because we would do some things that's like oh god what a mess you know we did all this and now we're gonna spend eight hours scrubbing you know all these pans and way too much and we found that this is really easy the biggest thing is just you know, uh, smoking the pork belly. And that isn't Mm -hmm. that, that does not create that much mess. And then the rest is just things you can do on the stovetop pretty quick. Uh, and, and so it's, 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 it does not have a big cleanup and you feel really fancy eating it. Cause it's like, Ooh, I got my, it's like, I went out to my fancy, fancy little place, but I'm at home. Yeah, man, I've been on them. Like I've been obsessed with pork belly lately and I just, I love pork belly. I haven't had it until very recently. And so I'm making up for lost time and boy, howdy. 
come 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 back stuff. out we'll we'll give you a home cooked pork belly yeah man i'd love to yeah. that sounds super awesome so we are almost out of time but i think we might have time for one segment that we like to do whenever we have guests uh kevin i don't know if you have the music queued up or anything for this but we like to have a segment called what's kevin's deal oh no you got it oh no kevin doesn't uh, kevin's have kevin's deal is not having music queued up I i've, I've only just oh look at that <laughs> wow i boy well i don't know kevin very well you beat me to that i was gonna make that exact joke but hey you know <laughs> <laughs> and that was kevin's deal <laughs> Um, okay, so what's Kevin's deal is a segment where we try to get to the bottom of Kevin, who I said before is the most interesting man in the world. He's an international man of mystery, and it's hard to pin him down. Um, so we basically just take turns, and I guess we only have time. I, you know, this segment only works like for one or two guesses uh, before I get stale. But uh, you know, we we ask him if it, we. It's kind of like Jeopardy, where we, in the form of a question, we ask him if his deal is such and such. So I will go first, just to model the game for you, and and give you okay. a little bit of time to uh, come up with a, a guess based on what you know about Kevin so far. Um, Kevin, is your deal that you like to post people's uh, locations of their various haunts on Reddit? No, I'm actually kind of a, a privacy nut about things like that. So, no, I would be like one of the moderators deleting that, I think. <laughs> um, yeah, that's reasonable. You know, like, right. like from Harmontown, the number of times Dan accidentally doxed himself on <laughs> the show. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, so that's... Yeah basically how the game is played we we and kevin likes to help you know so he gave oh. us a little it wasn't like a flat no he actually gave us some info that might feed into you know what you might be able to surmise or guess so you have you, have, you come up with anything uh kevin is your is riceroni your deal <laughs> actually no yeah. um, i do it. like the ready rice though um if you had those like it's a little completely different microwave for 90 seconds no, and just then make it, your own rice. Rice is not a difficult dish to make. No, I know. But like if I'm working or something and I'm just like, I just need a snack right now, but I don't want to eat tortilla chips or something. I'll throw one of those in and just throw some cheese on it and eat that. But oh, right. no, I, I can't remember when last time was I had rice aroni. Okay, Kevin, you got to, you know, your, your wife's been cooking lately. I'm sure there's something that could have rice aroni on the side. You got to you got to get some fried rice rice aroni and try it out and let me know what you think. I will. Uh, and then we can episode. review it. Yeah. Yeah, that would be I'm, great. I'm up for that. And you too, you said you were making ramen and had some rice on the side. Fried rice make, rice aroni. I'm not going to lie to you, Spencer. I'm probably going to go the rest of my life without eating rice aroni. I'm sorry. If I come over, I'm going to bring rice aroni. <laughs> You don't need you to bring it. We have it. Eaten it. We have it in the city. I just like in our supermarkets. I just don't. I don't want to eat rice. I don't. I don't. It doesn't speak to me. It does. It does not spark joy. I just. I don't know. I don't I'm know. sorry. I don't now, now I, I don't feel like you. now I feel like a jerk. It just got really quiet on this comedy show. Well, I'm just uh, what do you call it? Thunderstruck that someone could could because it tastes like rice. Anyway, uh, that's our show, everybody. Uh, so uh, okay, so we haven't really talked about it, but we had a really really great episode of Shuffle Up and Play that's going to be out. If you're watching this live, it's going to be out tomorrow. If you're watching this on the podcast feed or whatever, it's already out. Um, so Tolarian Community College is the YouTube channel. You know this. I'm not as big as this guy. If you know Watch, me, you know the. Professor. You are way bigger than me. You. That's not true. 
You've been on television. Well, cable. Uh, yeah, cable. Um, well, not even cable, like Yahoo Screen or something like <laughs> I don't know. Um, but 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 no, but seriously, uh, you gotta check out that episode. It's me, Aaron Hansen, and Talia yeah. Vess yeah. playing uh budget commander decks. It was a lot of fun. Man, it was so fun. It was so fun that after we finished, I was like, we should just shoot another one. Like, why let's, let's just keep keep it going? Well, let's do that. Let's come back out, we'll shoot two. Yeah, I'll stack up. I'll stack up as many as you want, man. Yeah. No, it was really fun. It was, uh, it was a great, great production. You're really uh, professional, and everything was really well done. Um, do you have anything? Do you want to plug that more, or no, do you want to plug just, anything else? That's it. Just watch that. That'd be if you love Spencer and you want to see him play Magic: The Gathering, uh, the Tellarian Community College YouTube channel tomorrow at 10 a.m. It's premiering, and it's there forever. Doesn't go away. You could watch it this Wednesday. It's fine. Uh, you could watch yeah. it two years from today, but I'd love it if you watched it, you know, We're today, tomorrow uh, uh, on, on the YouTube channel. And you can watch Spencer play Magic with uh, Aaron Hansen of Game Grumps and and me and, and Talia Vess. And we have a lot of fun and, and we tell a lot of jokes and we get into an argument over what constitutes a bookcase. <laughs> That got pretty heated. That yes. was I no, think, spoilers, uh, no spoilers, yeah, no spoilers. Because the answer a, <laughs> might surprise you. <laughs> it was a really goofy episode. I think yes. I, I think anyone will anyone will love it. Even if you're not super into magic, I think I think you'll love it. But if you are into magic, who boy? Um, yeah. what about me? Uh, Patreon.com/slash the Sixler. I'm working on this module I talked about last week. So if you want to see live updates of the module as I finish it, and if you want to get access to the module for free, well, not for free because you have to sub. Uh, but you know, if you want to get that mo module before anyone else uh check me out there or if you just want to give me money you know that's the main reason to join the patreon is if you're just like man spencer doesn't have enough money but you know don't worry about it if you don't want to give me money it's fine i don't care uh, i don't need you <laughs> what wow. about you kevin what do you bitter fast i <laughs> uh, just watch Shrub home video on sunday watch stuff other stuff i do live join spencer's patreon to make him happy and check us out <laughs> on wherever you want to watch us yeah. If, if you don't join Spencer's Patreon, he gets really angry. No, no, I don't need any of you. <laughs> he takes that on me, guys. Um, please. Oh, uh, yeah. No, that's true. That's a good point. You don't, if you like Kevin and you don't want to see him in uh, <laughs> multiple pieces strewn across his lawn. <laughs> uh give me money um but also if you want to be on the credits give me money because i think we're gonna start putting people in the credits or some shit. i don't know who knows i'll talk about that more later we're out of time um but until next time we like to end the show the same way so thanks to brian lewis the professor thanks to kevin day and until next next time class dismissed <laughs> that's my bit you stole my bit <laughs>